0: So excited to be with you again, Marae. I'm Summer and I am a women's wellness advocate, holistic health coach and educator and facilitator of empowerment. And we come here to talk about women's health, being parents and our business. And so I'm gonna pass it to my girl, Marae. Yes,
1: I am Marae, and I am a world traveler and travel blogger, a brand new mom and a digital nomad coach. Um, And I am so excited to be here today. Today is a good day to be here. And the topic we're going to be talking about is also a very, very important one because it is empowered wellness.
0: Yes, this is my sweet spot. (laughs) I love this topic so much. Mm -hmm. Everything about everything that I do and how I got here too. you know, like I have everyone has their story of wellness and like what that looks like. And so we thought it would be a good conversation to have. Today. So let's just dive right in. Are you ready? All right. Um, I'm gonna ask you, and then you can ask me. Okay. What is empowered wellness to you? What does it look like?
1: So um my story of empowered health is not quite as deep as yours, but it's actually one that has been a constant with me. Um, because I grew up I'm Cuban, my family is Cuban, and um in our culture, or at least in the culture that I grew up in, you know. You either have good genetics or you're a freak, right? So like either you have surgery (laughs) to fix all the things you don't like about your body or you're like, oh, crazy, sporty person, you know, like in in, in my culture, there's no just being healthy for the hell of being healthy. Like, you know, I remember when I was, um, when I first started uh, eating plant products and I went to my sister's 15th birthday, which is the equivalent of the U.S. Sweet 16. And I had family members come to me and my mom and be like, oh, be careful because being a vegetarian, you could die. Cause if you have, if you don't have protein, you could die. And I remember looking at all these people and being like, so you your argument to convince me to eat fried pork is that I could die from protein deficiency. <laughs> okay. um, so, you know, I, I hadn't, I never had a person in my family show me, you know, like how to take care of myself. And I'm just talking about the bare minimum dieting. I'm not even talking about the deeper levels of, of wellness, really, which is what we care the most about, not so much the, the diet aspect of it. But yeah. just to give you uh, an idea, and I started getting really into um, what made my body tick, the right and the wrong way, trying to discover all that and, and, and getting into the whole realm of biohacking and wellness and all of this when I was 18, uh, almost 19 years old, and I moved to San Francisco, and, and that's when it all started. And ever since then, I've never, ever once looked at my body and mind relationship um as something that i need to change or 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 i've never tried any fat diets or anything any crazy thing like that because for me it's just more about understanding what works best with my body and i've saved myself a ton of doctor visits psychology visits uh you know shitty times of feeling like crap both physically and emotionally and i'm nowhere near perfect with my wellness journey but It's awesome whenever I find something new to work on. It's no longer something of fear, Um, especially as one grows older and becomes a mother. I'm no longer afraid of what's manifesting in my body and in my mind, right? I'm now empowered. Now it's more like, oh, I'm feeling this. What can I do to help myself get to a place that makes me feel happier, right? So it's awesome. It's awesome feeling empowered.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. And it's work though, that's the thing. Yeah. My story is a little different, a lot different, not a little different. (laughs) I am. I was born with some serious health issues. Like really, like I was that baby back in ancient Greece. They would have exposed to the gods, you know, because I was all like messed up. Uh, But I had my whole life, like given prescriptions and told, this is what you do. Like never was there a conversation of how are you feeling? Like, How much sleep are you getting? (laughs) Like all of these other foundational stuff. It was just like, here, take this, here, take this, here, take this. And then I've had several like health scares as an adult, and it finally started clicking in my brain like, wait a second. I know my body. I know how I'm feeling right now. And I know what I ate. I know who I was engaged with, like talking to, spending time with. I know how much sleep I was getting. I know how much alcohol I was getting. You know, like I know all of this stuff. Why aren't these? questions being asked of me when these pers- people are deciding for me what's happening to my body and when that shifted in my brain I like I went back to school I was like okay I know food can heal the body I know this it's medicine like then even if it doesn't heal it can hurt you know so like understanding that component of it and then choosing practices and processes in my life that, Support wellness, like not spraying my house with toxic cleaners. Like that was a big change in my life because, you know, it's very tempting to go down the aisle and, like, oh, that's a pretty color. That's very good marketing. I like that. Oh, that smells good, you know? But it's all cheaper. Of, and it's cheap. Well, the way I do it is cheaper. Yeah.
1: But no, yeah. no, no. I mean, I mean, like when you go down the aisle and you see the prices of these products, right, inevitably, especially if you're trying to cut a few bucks, you know, with other things you have to buy, we tend to go for the things that are cheaper because, you know, why would they be bad for you? Right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And so so um, once I like started looking in all areas of my life and saying like, oh, I can switch that I can switch that I it was so empowering like that's the only word i can think of it was like being liberated from having somebody else tell me what happened with my body and then when i had my daughter um and seeing how the choices that i was making how that could affect her and the planet and all of these other like bigger picture things it became really important to teach that you know like we as women we hold that sacred space for our kids. And so, being able to come from a place of understanding and connection with our bodies, that's like the number one thing is being connected. And so, empowered health for me is <laughs> long story short, is being connected to my body so that I can support it, I can grow, I can become better. But in that connection, I'm connected to everything else, you know? So, I think that's like a really missed piece that we don't talk about as women. It's
1: incredibly incredibly important, honestly. I mean, um, when you think about it, you know, we're not taught, or some of us might be, right, but we were not taught, hey, this is your body, this is your temple, you do what you want with it, you know, learn, these are the resources, or even, you know, for me, like I think about my mom, she pretty much after giving birth, you know, she had a horrible situation with some poorly done C-sections, and after that, her body was just never the same, and she never made an effort to, you know, and I'm, and I'm speaking about the physical body because in my family, that's what's easier to relate to. But of course, the consequences this had on the mental state, right? Because as a woman, you are feeling, forget about liking what you see in the mirror. When you start not recognizing what you see in the mirror, there is an evident detachment that happens from your mind and your soul to your body. So then of course, you're not gonna care so much when you're putting a bunch of crap into your 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 body because you already don't feel like that's you. When you look in the mirror, it's not even you. Right, and so I think one of the benefits of being empowered about what you do and what you take and what you surround yourself with in all areas of our lives is that you you get closer with who you are, both in physical body and in mind, and then you start making these connections that benefit you evidently all around. Right, and so like for me that was groundbreaking. I, I used to suffer heavily um, from anxiety. I still have some anxiety, but I have spent the past I mean, 17 years working a lot on trying to figure out, you know, trying to understand how my brain works, trying to see what what ticks me off. Right. My triggers, my my uncomfortable zones and trying to find good spaces, trying to create good spaces for myself that I can go to whenever I need a little help. Right. Because it's not every day. And I think the most important thing about wellness um, and many other things in life, actually, is that it's not a one time switch. You're not gonna go to the gym get a six pack and that's it. You're good for life. You're not gonna meditate, be in a good headspace, and never have anxiety again. And, you know, it's it's a practice. It's a practice, and you're gonna fall off the horse. And the most important thing is not that you fell off the horse, is that you can get back on and stay on.
0: Totally, exactly. Yeah, all of what you just said. It's, <laughs> it's a practice, and it, you come back to it every single day. And, but if you don't, if it's not perfect either, that's the thing. Like, I know my wellness is not always perfect. Like I'll admit I've been probably drinking more wine than I should be lately. It's been a little heavy this world. And so recognizing that is empowered, you know, like I know, okay, like this is a choice that I'm making. Is it supporting all this other stuff? Maybe not, but I need to see where those things line up. Right. And and being aware like that's that's the biggest one is like awareness right I think should be what we look at as empowered health and <clears throat> there's so much conversation about health care and this and that and once you get to the point of health care you've moved past empowered wellness right it's proactive it's mm-hmm. getting good rest it's eating nutritious food it's checking in with yourself it's toxic relationships, all of the stress. You know, if you get to the point where you need health care, you've lost your empowerment. You can get it back.
1: Right. I was going to say, that's why we speak of wellness, right? Instead of health care. Because once your health has taken a toll, your wellness is already long yeah. overseen, right? And I think that's what's really, um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't say a lot. I would love for you to, or I would like to, impact this on or i recommend but if there's one thing that i definitely recommend is for all women especially for all mothers and especially all business you know all entrepreneurs all business owners right mm-hmm. to, to become empowered about your health and, and it doesn't have to look the same for everyone and i think that's the biggest um the biggest thing i always like to talk about because i was vegan for a while um then i became vegetarian then i fluctuated because i was traveling all over the world and i just couldn't keep it keep it up and i was seen some negative effects on my wellness by trying to s- be so strict on, on what I was consuming and now I am you know 99% plant-based I, I saw an Instagram the other day of someone who said um, mostly vegan or something like that and I was like you know if that's great if 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 yeah. your journey is 75% meditation and, you know, 25% drinking with some friends on the weekends. If your journey is, you know, you work out every day, but on the weekends you eat, you know, half a cake because you love sweets. If you, you know, if your wellness is that you meditate every day and you go to yoga and you eat plant-based, but you like meat. So once a month you have a burger with your dad or whatever it is, I'm just throwing ridiculous examples, but whatever your, 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 your alignment is with your soul, whatever, whatever you're at in this journey is okay because i remember uh, periods in my life where for example i had to go walking every single day i had to walk every single day it was like if i didn't go on this walk this sort of meditation that i that that i did when i walked i just felt off you know what i mean and then i have uh, periods in my life where that has become yoga and periods in my life where that became baking when i was pregnant in quarantine you know so like whatever resonates with you because there are many different ways to take care of yourself that are not just you know one regime forever and that's all you're going to do you know
0: yeah it's yeah you say that about food and for me i'm the opposite it's easy for me it takes the stress out for me to just say i'm vegan you know like right i don't have to even think about that because
1: i am vegan. for for me for me that was the case for a long time i was vegan for almost three years before i ever before i got sick the first time um and the only reason i ever stopped you know not being vegan myself because i recommend it for everyone i think it's the best way to eat i think it's the future by the way yeah Um, talking about progressive eating right and moving forward as as, you know as we evolve um the only reason i ever stopped was because i was traveling so much and i was visiting all these countries where people didn't speak and i didn't didn't speak anything they spoke and it was just like this anxious thing of everywhere i went first it was like hours to find a place that was like somewhat decent and then it was like trying to explain the foods and then it was like going to start like bio-individuality we each have right, our right. and you yeah. know and it's like if it becomes that difficult that is giving you stress about what you, that's not working for you but what can work right or like maybe you know my mom is like you know she's like i just i just need to eat you know uh meat i just love meat i love meat i love meat and you know i started shifting the conversation from meat and no meat to look what a cool recipe i came up with yeah yeah. And so I started showcasing her recipes with like beans, which are a big staple of Cuban cuisine, or like you know garbanzo beans and uh, quinoa and leafy greens. And all of a sudden, my mom calls me about these great dishes she's making that are fully fully like vegetarian. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you crowded out the other stuff, yeah. You know, but it, but it, but it's not. Whenever we speak of like you know vegetarian, that's not the conversation to have with her. With her, it's more about being creative with the with the foods that she has or whatever. Well,
0: and I'm going to tie that back to wellness, too, because it's it's better for your relationship, which is you're also part of your wellness to empower her in a way that still aligns with the values that you have. Absolutely. But, you know, it's empowering her to think outside, but she maybe not realize how how you she got there. But you've given her a sense of empowerment that she didn't have before. Like right. maybe she was like, meet, me, meet, me, because that's what she knew. Right. So I think that's that's the bridge that needs to happen, you know, from the past to the present is is how do we invite in these conversations of what wellness can really look like? You know, like one of the wellness practices that I have every single day, first thing I do every morning is have a big glass of water. Like for me, not only is it I need hydration first thing in the morning because our brains need that, our cells need it, our joints need it. But the ritual of getting my glass, filling it with ice, cutting the lemon, sprinkling a little salt, putting the straw in, mixing it around, going and sitting outside, having that water is good for my soul, which is good for my wellness. So I'm feeding both parts of myself, my soul and my body.
1: And you're, I was going to say, as one of the, one of the points we're talking about is like how we can do this. Right. Right. And I was going to say that surrounding yourself, whether physically or not physically in this you know digital age with people that remind you and things that remind you. Right. Because I used to drink water um, every day when I woke up and then, you know, life happened. And lately with the baby waking up with me, like I was like, ah, and I talked to you last week and you were like, or two weeks ago and you were like, that's super important. You should be drinking this much water. And it was such a beautiful reminder that, you know, I'm, I'm so hard on myself and I try so hard to be the best role model for my daughter and here I am neglecting the most important part of my day and the most important aspect of my you know like the most important thing in my body which is water here I am neglecting it in the name of what being a busy mom or like having the baby in the morning I can have a baby on one side and drink the water so I've been religiously drinking um the water every morning since then and and my god what a difference I know
0: right everyone's like oh I was really
1: thirsty yeah well you know what it's funny yesterday night I thought of you because um Alaska slept almost through the entire night. And at one point I had to let her go because I had to pee because I drank a whole bottle of wine full of water. Um, Yeah. yeah, Uh, Right before bed.
0: And I was like, God damn it, Summer, you got me drinking all this water. I always cut my water like this. I drink a lot of water in the beginning of the day. Like I probably have most of my water
1: before one o'clock. And the well, problem is that Alaska falls asleep on me in the morning. So what happens is also that I have to I wake her up to go to the restroom. So I have to fit my water in the middle of the day. Between twelve and four is the ideal bulk of my water. You're in a different season of water drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but how important it is to find you know, and that's and that's this yeah. is a perfect segue to find balance depending on where
0: you are because it's not always wellness is not always going to look the same. No, it's not. That's crazy. crazy? You look close. Yeah. And I think that's another thing to remember is we really, like try to like fit all of these wellness practices in like, you need to do this many hours of meditation and this, and this and this and this and this. And it's like, you're so stressed out about that because you also have like your life, what's happening. Like my life is so different from your life. And so there are practices and things that are going on that I do on a daily basis for my wellness that makes sense for me. Whereas like, we were just talking about mornings, like Uh, how I'm like getting up in the morning and like, this is a new thing for me, but like that wasn't necessary for me to do that. So like my life shifted in a different direction. Um, but recognizing like what you actually need, you Mm -hmm. know, and not being, not feeling like you have to do what you're supposed to do. Like, that's the whole point. It's your empowerment. It's not what somebody else tells you is empowerment. Like I can give you suggestions, but it might not work for you. Water will always work.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say that. You know, it's really funny because now that I think of it, you're always the person like I remember when we were in some of the retreats, you were always like, whatever people were feeling, whatever the ailment is, you drink enough water. Are you hydrated?
0: For real. <laughs> I, um, so you know, like, I drink so much water. I'm like, I don't think you drink enough water. And the next day he's like, yeah, I, was, I hadn't had enough water.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy. You and Roger have this. My husband Roger also loves drinking a lot of water. Um, he drinks water like it's it's insane. Um, but you know, I think I think the most important giveaway from from this subject is really that whatever works for you, only you are going to know. But yeah. but the best thing you can do for yourself in every aspect of life, but especially with your wellness, is to take control of it and be aware of what's going on. Because you know, even for those of us that have you know, that, that get thrown sicknesses, illnesses, situations, accidents, you name it, right? Age, right? The best thing you can do is, is be so fully close in awareness and in, and in love with who you are that you know what works best for yourself. And even when you don't know what works, um, you know to what extent you're willing to go to try new things to see what resonates with this new stage that you're in right because if we don't do that for ourselves we really have nothing if we don't have our health we have nothing all the money all the fame all the excitement all the love all the other things really will not matter if you're if you're not in good health right
0: that's the question I ask my clients too why why do you want to be well what's your reason it's not to lose 20 pounds it's not to have a better sex with your husband (laughs) like why Why do you want those things? You want to lose to 20 pounds so you can get on the floor and play with your kid. That's your why. You want to have better, more sex with your husband because you want to feel closer to him. That's your why. You know, like understanding why you want to be well and what that looks like in your, in your wheelhouse is, is your motivation too. Right. You know, like, and I think for moms especially, we neglect that piece. We disconnect from that piece because we're so busy taking care of everything else. And then on top of that, as an entrepreneur, like everything comes after our connection to ourselves. But if you're not connected to yourself, you are giving half of everything that way.
1: I was going to say that narrative has to go. It has to go because as a business owner, there's no larger disservice that you can do to everybody who depends on your guidance. And and your contribution as whatever your business is doing, um, there's not a bigger disservice you can do than not being well, because you get sick for a week. And, you know, especially for those of us that are super control freaks and want to be involved in everything like, well, who's going to who's going to take it from here when you're no longer moving? And as a mother and that was one thing that I was thinking about the other day, that was like a big aha moment, even though obviously I've, I've known this. Um, but I was just thinking, my goodness. What good fortune I have, we have, that I am in such great health and so is my daughter. And then it just hit me. I was like, if I ask for nothing else ever, if I ask for nothing else, all I want is health. Yes. Health for me and for my daughter. That's all I want. And then I thought, how dare I ask for something that I'm not willing to, to responsibility for. Her. Right, right to commit to, because I am in the name of motherhood, in the name of being a new mom and tired and sleepless and new baby, or whatever the excuse might be because we have a million, I don't drink my I don't hydrate my b- body properly. I don't you know, consume the right foods. I don't exercise, whatever the case might be right. You fill in the blank for how much we neglect ourselves when we're moms. But the excuse is actually the reason that we should be empowered to do better, because our kids, Need us, and if they need us, they're not gonna. I mean, first of all, they're not gonna have us if we're dead or you know, sick. So,
0: well, and they're watching,
1: and they're watching. So, I learned this,
0: you know. and we're gonna wrap this up now, but that's uh, maybe for another time. <laughs> Their whole podcast about how our kids are watching, but I know it's been my mission with Chloe to like make sure she understands where food comes from, like why she needs to care for her body, like even you know. And our biological rhythms, like I'm that mom that talks about periods and stuff like that, and yeah. um, why it's super important that you are connected and understand that. And you know, for a long time, I was kind of like, "She's it's going in one ear and out the other." But now she's the one that's like, "Mom, why are you eating that? Like, you know, that's going to make you feel bad." And I'm just like, "Oh, I did teach her. She knows, you know." So they're paying attention. They're watching. They're learning, even if they're not saying anything. And so. Yeah. As a parent, you have to model the behavior you you want for your children and modern model wellness, like what that looks like.
1: That's a beautiful way to like end the episode. Like because yeah. I feel like we always end up with our daughters, which is basically the reason we do everything, right? As moms, yeah. I'm sure we all do. And that's the thing, they're watching you guys. So, like even if our message is not carrying through that you need to be empowered about your health. If you don't want to do it for you, at least do it for them. <laughs> yeah, like if, yeah. It's supposed to be about you, but
0: you're doing it for Yeah, me. Yes. but if
1: we're failing at passing that message on, at yeah. least other, this other message that's also important.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. So thank you so much for listening. And if you found this information helpful and would love to hear more, give us a subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to hear what you have to say. Yes. Have an amazing day. We'll see you. We will talk soon. Talk to you next time. <laughs>